Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome everyone to another episode of Revolution Recap. Revs are off this week, but we are not. We have a bonus bi-week episode for you. Justin Renix has joined the podcast. Justin talked about his career to this point, from his time with the Revs Academy to the U-20 World Cup in 2019. We had a great conversation. We're very excited to bring it to you today. Before we hop into the interview, we have some quick plugs and promotions we want to give you. Thank you to Galasso Kits for sponsoring this episode. Galasso has vintage jerseys and merchandise from over 80 countries in the world. Whether you are a kit collector or just want to show off your fandom, Galasso has something for you. So check them out at galassokits.com. And when you find something you like, please use promo code REVSRECAP for 15% off your order. That is promo code REVSRECAP for 15% off your order at galassokits.com. Links and code are in the show notes. And be sure you follow Galasso Kits on Instagram and Twitter. They post their new inventory every single week, the moment it goes up in the store. So if you give them a follow, You'll be the first one to know when something you want goes up. And while you're on social media, please be sure to follow us at Revolution Recap on Twitter and follow our Revolution Recap Instagram and Facebook pages. We just crossed 1,000 followers on Twitter. Our next mission is 250 followers on Instagram, so please give us a hand and help us reach that threshold. And please be sure to rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify. Those reviews are always appreciated and help Revs fans find our content. So please, please, please make sure you are rating and reviewing us uh, on all platforms. Uh, And if you want to support the podcast further, and if you are able to, you can subscribe to our Patreon, which is also in the show notes. Uh, No major news for the revolution for now. Arnold Tristesen and Adam Books are on international duty, so please uh, keep an eye on their performances. And Revolution 2 start their season tonight at 5 p.m. against New York City FC 2. So if you are missing the Revs this week, be sure to check out the future Revs as that game will be streaming on MLSNextPro.com at 5 p.m. Again, this is Sunday the 27th. Yes, Sunday the 27th at 5 p.m. NYC FC 2, season debut for Revolution 2. Uh, and one note before the interview, while we're talking about Revs 2, you'll notice that I didn't ask Justin Rennicks about the game tonight. Uh, it's worth noting that he is not listed on the Revs 2 roster in the pregame notes, and he told me before the show uh, he was not playing for Revs 2 in this game at least. It sounds like maybe longer. So uh, I did have a couple of Rev 2 questions in case he was playing this game tonight, but it appears he is with the senior team for now. So I just wanted to note that before we hopped into the interview in case anyone was wondering uh, why we didn't talk about this game. But even though you won't see Justin Rennicks tonight for Revs 2, you will be able to hear our interview with him, uh, which we'll bring to you right now. Joining us now on the podcast is a player for the New England Revolution who made his season debut last week in Charlotte. He was the Revolution Academy Player of the Year in 2015-2016, a goal scorer at the 2019 U-20 World Cup in Poland, and he is also the all-time leading scorer in Revolution 2 history. Justin Renix is joining the podcast now. Justin, thank you for taking the time to speak with us. How are you today? Absolutely. I'm doing well, doing well. Glad to be here. Yeah, and uh, you made your season debut last week in Charlotte. How did it feel getting out there for the first time this year, playing in front of a uh, new expansion team, an excited crowd? Yeah, it was great. Um, I was just my fourth year, and I only played in a few games now. Um, but playing this year in the debut, the season debut against Charlotte was great. The crowd was electric, and you know it was a pretty intense game to go into. Um, we didn't get the result we wanted, but you know. It's huge minutes, and I go out there to prove myself that I can get more minutes further down the road. 
Uh, Justin, we like to go through a player's career and kind of start at the very beginning. Uh, and for you, that beginning was at a very, very young age with the Revolution Academy um, and with the United States youth levels. Um, what drew you to soccer over other sports and how did you end up in the Revolution Academy? Uh, that's a good question. Um, so it all started when I was younger, obviously. Um, played for a club called SF Vikings. And, you know, my dad saw a lot of potential in me and he kind of said, hey, you know, you're doing super well with the Vikings, but maybe you should step it up a level. And, you know, we went to an open tryout at the New England Revolution Academy. I think this was like U14 at this time. And, you know, played well, showed show what I can do. And they, they brought me in and that's kind of where it all started. And I think a lot of Revolution fans, their first memory of you is when you trained with Frankfurt in the Bundesliga, uh, and there were worries that you might be leaving the Revolution to go to Europe, but instead you went to college and you played at Indiana. Uh, what led to your decision to stay stateside? Um, you know, I thought possibly getting an education would be good, but at the time when I was in Frankfurt, there weren't any offers on the table, so I came, came back to the States. Um, went to college for a year and a half and everything turned out well. So I think all the decisions that I made and my family made back then were the correct decisions and everything right now has been great. And you mentioned going to college. You played at Indiana for two seasons that were pretty successful. Uh, you made a, the second team all Big Ten as a sophomore uh, and then you signed with the Rebs in January 2018. I believe you forego your final two years in college uh, might be one. I'd have to double check that, but double check that. But you definitely left college early. I remember that. Uh, were you torn about yep. staying in college? What led to your decision about playing with the Rebs? No, I mean it was always it's always soccer. Um, I mean, so when I went to college, it was to play at a top tier college team, and that's what Indiana was and still is. And going there was great for my development, and you know I learned a lot from the coaching staff, Todd Yeagley who is a MLS, um, who retired from the MLS as a great player. And he knows so much about the league and gave me a lot of tips and hints for my upcoming season with the Revolution. So, you know, going to the Revolution, obviously it's my hometown, being from Hamilton Wenham. Um, we always had talks with the New England Revolution about signing me. And, you know, after my second season in college, you know, they were all about it. And I was like, let's do this. Just out of curiosity, too, while I'm thinking about Indiana, um, I don't know if you're a big basketball fan. Were, were you excited to see Purdue go down yesterday uh, to St. Peter's? Yeah, I am. I'm not a super big basketball fan, but that's always a that's always a big W. Uh, uh, the one thing I think I know Indiana for is Indiana basketball. I know, uh, uh, you know, it's it's been in a decline in recent years, but uh, I'm sure it was nice to see Purdue kind of have that choke job last night as an Indiana uh, alum. So right. right after you signed with the Revs, uh, you were called into the U-20 World Cup in 2019. A few months later, you were on that USA team that made it all the way to the quarterfinals. And probably the biggest highlight of that tournament for the team was your game-winning goal against France in the round of 16. Um, first off, talk about what it was like just playing in the U-20 World Cup on that stage. Uh, and then also, what was like having that big, big moment for the United States? Yeah, I mean, playing against those types of teams where... You know, every player there is now probably playing at a top-tier foreign team right now. And, you know, you learn a lot from that. It's a whole different playing style, different speed, different physicality. 
and you know that that was a amazing experience and you know scoring a goal in that type of game was you know it, it was crazy it was you know it just made me so happy to be able to help my team out in this way and push us on further in the tournament yeah, and you got to think a lot of those players, you know, it wasn't just against, uh, you know, any team. It was against France, which I feel like is, you know, so much bigger. I mean, that, that's such a, you know. Yeah, and we were we were going in, we were, when we were going in there as the underdogs, you know, they, we, everybody thought, man, France is going to kill the U.S. No, we put up a fight and we didn't stop till the end. And, you know, we came came away with a win. Justin, you also have the unique experience of being someone who was developed in the academy before there was a reserve team, before there was uh, the residency program, before the training center was built. Uh, so you kind of have a unique perspective of seeing what the revolution system was like uh, before these things. Um, please tell me, uh, what are your, your thoughts and um, based on your experience, uh, what are your thoughts on how beneficial it is to have this uh, pipeline with Revs2 to the pros? Yeah, it's it's really big. It's huge for the academy kids because, you know, if they ever get called up to the, the second team, you know, they're playing professional games against other professional teams. And, you know, it's a hard competition. And with the whole MLS Next conference or um, league here now, it's, very, it's a very important step for each academy kid to possibly get minutes there and possibly get minutes or not minutes, but train with the first team, you know being one of the younger kids coming up through the academy from whatever year it was but back then um it was totally different you know there wasn't any second teams it was just the U14s up to the U18s and then they had like a 21s team for a minute but that didn't end up working out but you know it's it's just a long process but you know for the academy kids it's just keep working and, you know, find yourself getting minutes up at the second team. I also think you have a, a unique experience too, because you briefly went on loan to North Carolina FC, I believe. I believe they were USL championship at the time. And I remember yeah. uh, years ago, there was a uh, interview or I think it was like a Reddit AMA that Mike Burns did. And there was a question about, um, it used to be the Revs were affiliated with Rochester. And I think, Mike Burns said something that, you know, the affiliation doesn't work great because you have to send players away and they don't get to train with the first team and, uh, you know, coaches don't get to develop them. Um, do you, does that kind of reflect your experience going on loan as opposed to playing with Revs 2 where um, it's a lot more beneficial for players to, you know, train with the first team and train with their coaches as opposed to going and maybe playing at a, I'll say a higher level uh, in, in the USL championship. But uh, like, is it better to play with Revs 2 at USL League 1 or MLS Next as opposed to going and playing at a quote-unquote higher level uh, in USL championship and have to adjust to a new area, new coaching staff and stuff like that? Right. Um, so from what I know, I don't know much about what the level is going to be like in the MLS next, but I know the level was high at North Carolina. Um, maybe the trainings, maybe some of the games weren't as high level as um, an MLS game or MLS training, but, you know, and Bruce put me on loan. He knew Dave Serkin as the coach, and he knew that they were always going to be a good team that's hardworking. So, you know, going down there in the end did benefit me. And it was good to get, you know, minutes because that's what I was struggling to get when I was at the, when I'm that year at the Revolution. So, going down there, getting minutes, it was good. You know, we're talking about, uh, you know, the academy players, Revs 2, you guys get to train kind of with the senior team, but also the academy players. So, you get to kind of see, um, 
you know, the senior team, but also kind of the future revolution players. Uh, in your mind, are there any revolution two players or academy players that uh, casual fans should kind of keep an eye on to maybe make a jump to the first team in the near future? I think the obvious answer previously was going to be Noel Buck, but he's already signed uh, to the first team. So is there anyone else in your mind that uh, we should keep an eye on as a, a hot prospect uh, that might be making waves in the future? Yeah, there's there's a few kids. Uh, we'll say Esmir. He's a new kid from last year. He's a very good technical player. So it was very shifty. You know, he's clean on the ball. He can shoot, he can pass, and it's just all about development at this point and getting more experience. And Justin, uh, have any veterans with the Revolution been helpful transitioning you to major league and professional soccer? I guess we're going on you know three or four years, but uh, does anyone stand out in your mind as really helping you, bringing you along, uh, and helping you become a better player? Yeah, it's always been Andrew Farrell. You know, he's a veteran, like beyond veteran. He's been in the league for so many years, and he knows all about it. He's got the most games played for the Revolution. I mean, it's pretty unbelievable. And him as a person is just a great guy, and, you know, he's always there to – because he always wants to win, so he wants everybody to do well. So he's always telling me what I can do, what I shouldn't be doing. You know, he's just a role model and someone I've always looked up to. You know, we've interviewed some defenders, and they've always said Andrew Farrell, so I guess I, that kind of didn't really surprise me, but it's kind of great to hear that he's also kind of working with the, the forwards and the attackers as well. Yeah, I'm, 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 it's funny because I'm always going against them whenever we scrimmages, so I'm always going against them. He'll tell me, why'd you do that? Why'd you do this? Or nice job there, nice job here. You know, so we always kind of get to play against each other, and, you know, we kind of build that little rivalry, which is good. And, you know, I'm sure he's learned stuff from me, but I've learned a lot more from him. Very interesting. Very interesting. I'm curious too, because right now the revolution are absolutely loaded at forward with Gustavo Bo, Adam Buxa, and then also they've brought in Josie Altador this year. Talk about, you know, have you learned from those guys? What's your relationship with them? Uh, and I'm, I'm particularly curious about Josie because, you know, he's done pretty much everything, you know, for an American player. Um, he brings a ton yeah. of experience on the international stage and in an MLS. So um, what's your relationship with those three? And are those three uh, helpful as well? Yeah, especially um, Josie. Josie, ever since he came in, and obviously we played the same position. Um, they had us playing together up at one point in some preseason games, and, you know, we were linking up. But overall, he's just a great guy who's been giving me tips left and right. He rates me as a player. So, you know, hearing that from him is a big confidence booster. And, you know, it's just great being around such experience where obviously he's been playing a World Cup, national team, all that. He's been all over the MLS. And having him around is, is great for me, great for my development, and I'm excited to see what happens the rest of this year. So, Justin, before we wrap up today, we do kind of a little segment called Extra Time where we ask you kind of some rapid-fire questions that, you know, you can answer in a couple of seconds, but it's just to help our listeners kind of get you get to know you a little bit better. Um, would you be up for that? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, growing up, who was your sports idol? Sports idol? Uh, Harry Kane. Ooh, okay, okay. My my co-host is a Spurs fan, so he'll be happy to hear about that. Um, your favorite non-MLS soccer team? Favorite? Uh, probably PSG. Okay. Uh, your favorite non-soccer sports team? Um, I guess Celtics, right? <laughs> Celtics? Having a good season. Yeah. Yeah, I would say Celtics. Uh, pen- in a penalty shootout, would you rather kick first or fifth? Give me fifth. 
Do you have any superstitions? Yes, I do. But I don't talk about them. Oh, okay. Is, is that one of the superstitions that you don't talk about superstitions? <laughs> it's like a double superstition. Yeah. What's your pregame meal? Go-to pregame meal. Chicken parm. Uh, who is the best FIFA player on the team? Best FIFA player? Ooh, probably Damian Rivera. Oh, interesting. Interesting. All right. <laughs> the young guys are always good at the games now. Yeah, that, that, that shouldn't really shock me, but um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure you probably spent a lot of time with him too, uh, since you're down at Revs too, so um, yeah. I'd, I'd imagine there's a, a, hand, a good amount of FIFA being played with you guys on road trips or whatnot, so. Yeah, I don't play it, but it's fun to watch. Uh, do you play Wordle? I do, actually. <laughs> do you? Have you gotten yeah. it in two tries yet? No, I haven't, but one of my buddies just put in a random word and got it. Like, I think it was the first or second one. He just put a random word word in, and it just went green. Like, what the? What just happened? <laughs> that's that's the dream. Who's the funniest player on the team? Probably AJ De La Garza. He's a riot. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Probably to fly. Right? Who doesn't want to fly? One more, one last question before I let you go here, and I think I know the answer to this one, but. Uh, I've been surprised on this one before, but we, we asked this question to all of our guests. As of right now, what is your favorite career highlight to date? It could be a goal. It could be a moment. Uh, it could be a play. Um, we asked Jay Heaps this question. And he said he just loved walking out to the locker room and loved being in Gillette Stadium. And that to him was kind of his career highlight. So it could be anything in your career in soccer at any stage or any level. Uh, what is your one big moment uh, that you, you always look back on and smile? Yeah, I mean, we already touched up on it, but it's got to be the the game winning goal against France. That was that was unbelievable. I I feel like I was setting you up for a, an easy question there, but um, as I say, yeah. I, I always got to ask because there there's sometimes one that kind of stands out for other people or it's some little known fact, so or a little known moment. So uh, anyway, Justin, thank you so much for joining the podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time today. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me.